You're listening to Wholesome Weight Gain, a podcast designed to help you embody the shape of your dreams and become strong and confident. I'm your host, Violetta, and over the past years, I have gone from being shy, insecure, and underweight all my life to the strongest and most feminine shape I could have ever imagined. If you're ready to ditch your limiting beliefs around weight gain and boost your self-confidence to a new level with zero compromises, you're at the right place. I'm so happy to have you here, babe. Let's dive straight into today's episode. What are some tools that help you to get out of your head? Changing who I followed on Instagram was a massive one for me. I was following girls that quote had my dream body. Mm-hmm. Unfollowing anyone who made me feel like negative about myself. Yeah. Talk about like freedom around food and fitness. What does that personally mean to you? Oh, it just feels so freeing because I was just so tired and so drained for so many years thinking I had to exercise to burn calories to earn my food. Today I'm joined by Emma. I'm so excited to have you on here. And for those who aren't familiar with you and your content, would you mind giving us a quick whistle-step tour about basically how you found your freedom to fitness and food? Yeah, sure. Thank you so much for having me as well. Of course. Um, so basically, I had a very long eating disorder. It lasted nine years before I properly started to go into recovery. And I've always been into fitness. Like I've ran for years and I've kind of dabbled with the gym like on and off, but nothing serious. And it kind of only been in the past two years that I started going to the gym to concentrate more on weight training and building muscle. And to do that, you literally have to gain weight. Like you can't build muscle if you're literally like underweight, you're gonna have to gain weight to gain muscle. So basically over the past two years, I've had to, I mean, I'm saying it now, like it's been really easy, but it's not. I've basically had to be okay with gaining weight and accepting that if I want to get strong, my body's gonna change. I'm gonna have to eat more. And yeah, it's not been easy, but we've managed to get there. And basically I've put on 20 kilograms (laughs) and I'm a hell of a lot stronger than I was two years ago. That's crazy, 20 kg in two years, that's quite a breakthrough. How did it feel for you like the first time when you like saw like a much bigger number on the scale or like whether it was like maybe you saw yourself in a mirror like like the first one where you're like okay I have gained weight now like what was your first impression sort of thing? So I so I moved out of my parents house in lockdown and on my flat on my own and I purposely didn't buy any scales so I couldn't Mm. weigh myself because I was just doing it just out of curiosity and like I was doing it like several in the worst in like the worst part of my eating disorder I was weighing myself like I don't know how many times a day probably like five times a day um and then as I kind of like towards lockdown when I moved out I wasn't doing it as much but I was still just curious and just sort of like making sure I was still weighing the same so I purposely didn't buy any in my flat because I thought if I wear them, I'm still going to weigh myself like daily. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I've weighed myself for nearly a year. And 
and I remember I was at my friend's house and I went to the toilet and she had a scales and I was like, <laughs> you know what, I'm just gonna see how much I weigh. Because at that point I was like, I'd accepted that I had gained weight and I was like happy within my body, but I had no idea how much I weighed. And then I think I put on 17 kilograms and it was like the weirdest feeling, like I stepped on the scale and obviously it's such a big number compared to what I was used to seeing when I weighed myself previously. And it was almost like this, like, I don't know, it was almost like that's not real because I would never have imagined myself to weigh that much. But then it was almost like a feeling of, oh my God, I'm so proud of myself for gaining all this weight. Mm -hmm. That's also like an important thing to take away. Like I was happy with how I look, not knowing how much I weighed. Yeah, that's such a big one. Yeah. And I think weight is so, to some point it's like important and relevant, but your weight fluctuates so much. Oh my God, so much. Like, and muscle weighs so much more. Yeah. So if you're going to the gym and you're building muscle, you're going to weigh more. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but as for like visually, so because it was like lockdown, we weren't really going out much, and I was kind of literally just wearing like joggers and leggings. So I wasn't really wearing like my normal clothes, so I didn't really see how much of a difference my body had changed until maybe like, oh god, lockdown was so long, for, like a year. <laughs> I know, so, especially in England, actually... <laughs> it's been like ages. <laughs> So then I, I remember, like, I tried on some clothes. I was like, this just doesn't fit me. So I remember I tried, literally went through my whole wardrobe, tried on everything. I think I chucked out, like, two bin bags of clothes. Wasn't and that, was, like, was a like, freeing feeling, though, to be like... Yeah, it was so liberating. I was like, at first, I was, like, a bit sad. But I was like, no, like, I can get a new wardrobe. This is a great excuse to buy new clothes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you also said that you basically need to gain weight in order to gain muscle and I feel like a lot of girls basically have the goal to gain muscle but they don't see that they also need to gain weight in order to do so and I hear from so many girls like day to day like hey like I'm trying to gain muscle and that's definitely like my number one goal and priority but then they're not upping their calories they are still like restricting their diet and I'm just like your actions are not aligned with your end goal and obviously like you've done this journey I've done this journey we know but why do you think it's so crucial to align your actions your everyday actions and decisions especially when it comes to like gaining muscle and why do you think that gaining weight on the muscle gain journey basically is absolutely essential so I think like well if you want to gain muscle, you, to gain like a lot of it, you're going to have to eat. Mm -hmm. You can like build some shape to yourself with eating little because like when I was underweight, I still had some, you could see that I had like, little, like the tiniest little biceps and like shoulders, <laughs> but I wasn't getting stronger. I wasn't building that muscle it was just like maintaining it um and I think for girls like it is scary because I think there's so much talk around like oh you're you're gonna get bulky if you lift weights like it like 
when girls look at athletes and stuff, they're like, oh, I want to build muscle, but I don't want to look like that. These girls don't understand that those athletes are training crazy mm-hmm. daily. They have coaches. They have people new like nutritionists. Their diet is down to a T. They are doing everything humanely possible to look like that. Your average girl like me and you going to the gym, eating in a surplus, gaining muscle, we're never going to look like that unless we trained and had those resources yeah and unless we maybe Which get I some think... jocks involved as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i think that's where like some girls are like fearful of gaining muscle because they don't want to look like an athlete but at the end of the day unless they're trained like an athlete they're not mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i think like it's impossible basically to shape the body of your dreams obviously depending on like what the body Mm -hmm. of your dreams looks like um without like aligning your everyday actions and decisions towards it as well because if you're staying in a caloric deficit for let's say like more than like five years or whatever right like a of course your metabolism will be completely Mm -hmm. all over the place and confused but also there's only such an amount of muscle that you can build on a caloric deficit because everything else your body will just not want to gain more muscle because this is not your body's number one priority your body's number one priority is literally to survive and you don't need muscle Mm -hmm. to survive so you also won't be able to Mm -hmm. lose as much fat anymore because your body is just going to try to hold on on the minimal amount of fat that is even left on your body because it needs it to literally live (laughs) so if you want to like actually lose fat and gain more muscle that does not mean that you need to stay in a caloric deficit it actually means that you need to increase your caloric deficit and i even have sometimes clients that are not necessarily the stereotypical skinny girl I would sometimes call them skinny fat because they have maybe like some fat or like in general some rolls around their belly but the rest of the body is fairly skinny and most people would look at them and be like you need to lose weight but I say you don't Mm -hmm. need to lose weight you actually need to increase your calories to then Mm -hmm. be able to kind of build your shape because it's not going to be possible to do that just through food you actually need to also have the right exercises on your hand right otherwise it's just not going to be humanely possible to like eat and eat and eat and be like oh yeah i want to like gain now some biceps through eating like another whatever protein bar like that's not going to happen like you need to actually physically do the work (laughs) as well um what i really like about your content is that you basically talk about like freedom around food and fitness what does that personally mean to you So having freedom around food and fitness is, you know, say I'm going to, this week I'm going to train five times and it comes to one of those days and you wake up and you're like, actually, is it like you've got period pains or I'm feeling really tired from yesterday, like having that freedom to be like, okay, I'm going to take today off. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, in my eating disorder, there were no days off like that. Every day was training, burning calories, destroying my body. If I was tired, if I was injured, if I had, like, if I was ill, I would train through that. Mm -hmm. So now, for me, I have the freedom to take an extra rest day if I want to, or change my workout, or just reduce the intensity like not every session has to be go 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 
like listen to your body there's no point in pushing through a hard session if you're fatigued from the day before because you're not really going to gain anything Mm -hmm. like your body's just gonna shut down like your body if your body's tired you need to let it repair and recover there's no point in powering through another session so having that mindset now just feels like oh it just feels so freeing because I was just so tired and so drained for so many years thinking I had to exercise to burn calories to earn my food and also like now as well having freedom around food it's like yes I still eat a healthy diet but if I think tonight I don't want what I'm having for tea tonight I'm having stir fry if I think oh I don't want that fancy pizza I'll let myself have a pizza Mm -hmm. like having that flexibility and as well as like eating out if it's like I used to get so anxious if someone suggested to me like last minute oh should we go for food I would literally like tense up and be like oh my god no like this isn't in my plan this isn't in my calories like I can't do it like and I would like bail and I'd be like no I can't go really sorry but now it's like yeah sure we'll go Mm -hmm. and it's just having that freedom to go out and eat at different places eat what you want and like at the end of the day you're making so many amazing memories like going for that meal than if you bailed because you were scared of what you might have to eat definitely babe listen up when i was struggling with weight gain i tried everything imaginable and nothing seemed to work for me only after years of trying and testing every single method out there i took matters into my own hands and gave the wholesome way the last shot which turned out to be the only piece to success that i was missing i don't know about you but i didn't want to be stuffing myself every day on end and wasting time on exercises that don't work anyways no thank you so after applying the wholesome weight gain method i'd gained not only over over 10 kg in muscle mass but also became the most confident and feminine I had ever been before. I started wondering if this was a coincidence so I tried the same method on some girls that were desperately looking to gain weight too and as if it was magic they wholesomely gained weight within a couple of weeks too. Without eating family-sized portions, without living off mass gainer shakes or spending every day at the gym, this is absolutely amazing, okay? You're probably wondering how did I do this? I used the whole some weight gain method that I now teach women all over the world within an online program or guided coaching. This method contains working on your mindset to be able to embrace yourself to the fullest and eliminating all of your limiting beliefs about yourself, giving you the key to the right nutrition and showing you how to exercise to build the shape of your dreams with the least time investment possible. Don't worry if you don't know how to do all that yet, I will teach you everything that you need to know in order to become strong, healthy and happy. Wanting to feel and look good isn't bad we all want that deep down so i want everyone including you to embody the shape of your dreams without sacrifice so if that sounds like something you're interested in make sure to check the link down below in the show notes so we can check out how we can work together in a canned way to make your transformation happen i love that you just mentioned the example of i'm not going to the gym because of period cramps and i can totally relate relate to that because i just got off my period (laughs) and i intentionally like basically don't go to the gym like on the first and second day of my period ever even if sometimes i feel 
fairly fit, which doesn't happen like very often because the first day on the period, I literally just do like a typical Sunday. I lay in bed, I watch Netflix, I don't do anything. I eat whatever <laughs> my body wants. Like even if it's like pizza for breakfast and pancakes for dinner, like I will do that. Like this is my day of the month where I'm just like, completely like an absolute like freedom around everything and I also don't go to the gym because I just feel like my body just needs the extra rest and even if that means that Mm -hmm. I didn't go to the gym two or three days before that like they would technically be like oh I should train because it's in my schedule but you know what I won't train Mm -hmm. and I'm like so okay with it because I just know that my body appreciates the time off the time of like having a plan like literally just like having a day with no plan like I every time look forward to it so much like I just love my period day Mm -hmm. um and I also feel like so many of us um, including me in the past honestly I was not resting enough because I just thought like if I squeeze another session my gains will come faster like if I just go to the gym one day more like I'm just gonna like become stronger and bigger but that's actually not the case and I learned this like way too late like everyone was always like yeah just like go one more day like that's gonna be fine but I learned that actually like resting more is more productive like it will actually make your muscle grow faster and more efficiently and I was just like when I learned that Mm -hmm. I was like why the fuck did I inhibit like my own success (laughs) like why was I my own way like why was I actually like not contributing to um building muscle faster um what is your opinion on like resting and how do you usually um do that throughout the week so I always take at least one complete rest day a week I I'm not a fan of when people are like active rest day Mm. and they'll go and do like a cardio session I'm like "Mm, that's not really a rest day and it's like especially when it's someone like on Instagram someone who's promoting like a balanced lifestyle like exercising like food freedom and they're they're active rest day and I'm like that's not healthy for your followers like I like I know on my platform there's loads of people who are like deep into an eating disorder so I'm like mindful and careful of what I put out and I would never say like to my followers yeah I'm having an active rest day because that's like encouraging that to someone who needs a rest day and on my rest days I will I'll go for a walk but nothing like crazy like literally like maybe like a couple of half an hour walks if I'm like in the flat all day just to get out fresh air for my mind listen to a podcast um and also fuel I need to be strict on rest days but these are the days that are so vital for building the muscle and your body repairing Mm -hmm. rest days are the days where you see your gains where you see your strength increase so you need to be prioritizing all food groups but you need to be prioritizing protein and carbs because your muscles are repairing and rebuilding on these days exactly and i think that's exactly the point that a lot of people still don't understand they think muscle is being built i mean obviously it is being built through working out but it's not being built Mm -hmm. whilst working out and that's like basically the Mm -hmm. point so when your body never gets a proper rest it will never be able to repair the damaged muscle tissue so once you're basically going to the gym for someone who just like maybe is not as deep into like physical fitness and things like that whilst you're going to the gym you're damaging your muscle tissue sounds worse than it is but you're literally like damaging it and whilst you 
are resting, you're not doing any exercise, you are, your body is repairing this muscle tissue in order to make it bigger and to make it grow. So when you don't have, when you're basically skipping this stage of like resting, you're also skipping the phase where you're actually repairing the muscle tissue to make it grow. So when you're just like putting damage mm -hmm. on top of damage, on top of damage, on top of damage, there is just like yeah. no time to even repair it and to then like make any gains. So like you're literally like standing in your own way. And I find it funny or actually, no, not funny. It's rather sad. A lot of girls go to the gym with, with the intention of gaining muscle. And then they just overdo it so much. So you're putting in so much hard work. You're putting in so much energy and time and everything that you've got. And then you're not even achieving the goal. Like you're literally like mm. doing so much. And then in the end, you're just like finding yourself at stage zero, right? So um, yeah. be clear about like what your goal actually is. So if you're literally like, okay, I'm trying to gain muscle, then look at your schedule and like just like think okay how many rest days do i have am i giving my body actually enough time to repair the muscle tissue am i giving my mental health also enough time to actually take rest days from the gym because that's also super important because i actually used yeah. to go on my rest days to the gym even if i wasn't working out i was just like doing some stretching or whatever but now i really need a rest day where i don't step into the gym at all like i just yeah. need it like my mind just like needs to like yeah <laughs> just like be okay with not going to the gym even if it's without the physical exercise in itself but it's so important to um yeah rest on a mental and physical level as well um and speaking mm -hmm. of mental and physical i actually saw in one of your posts as well that you um mentioned basically the differences between mental and physical recovery um would you want to elaborate on that a bit deeper physical recovery is you're gay you're obviously gaining weight Mm -hmm. mental recovery is so with eating disorders it's never as much as we think it is it's never about the food it's never about your body there's always something else going on and you're using that eating disorder to mask that problem um for me I don't really, I just don't think I like myself. I wasn't in the healthiest of relationships and I was also on the pill, mm. which I find this really interesting. So I came off the pill in August of 2020 and that following sort of like, I think maybe around November, December was when I started wanting to make a change mm -hmm. make like actually recover like I forgot to point that I literally can't live with this eating disorder anymore and I honestly think the pill had a massive impact on that like coming off it because mm -hmm. I was on I went on the pill when I was 17 and I got my eating disorder when I was 18 mm -hmm. wow and all those years I was on the pill, I had my eating disorder and then I came off the pill and it was when I wanted to start like actually recovery and then I've actually gained 20 kilograms. I, that is not, and also I will say I've gained 20 kilograms but that is not anything to do with the pill. <laughs> that is me actually eating more calories, mindfully eating more and changing the way I exercise. Because I was, like, I remember I would get up, go for, like, a 
a 10 mile run and then in the evening I was training again and it's just like I was just battering my body I had no rest I just literally like I literally I'm not saying like I hated myself and then like I woke up every day and thought oh my god I hate myself I just don't think I had a healthy relationship with myself and I think maybe I don't really know because my my relationship wasn't it was great to start with and then like as the years went on it wasn't the best relationship and I think I didn't feel fulfilled in my relationship and I kind of projected that onto myself and I was like what am I doing wrong what's wrong with me and so I was kind of like using my eating disorder as like a coping mechanism and like punishing myself because I didn't love myself and yeah it's a <laughs> I think eating disorders are so like complex and I think because, like everyone's journey is so different because it's never to do with the food or your body there's always something mentally going on 100%. which is why I think it's just so like everyone recovers in different ways mm-hmm. um yeah they're just really complex and yeah which is why now I mean I didn't use a, um like I go through a therapist or counseling to recover but if anyone ever asked me I'd be like please please go and see someone I didn't and I really wish I did because I'd would have recovered a lot sooner than I had but I did actually get um, a therapist after my breakup and it's been life-changing so now I know how good working with a therapist is if anyone is thinking about it please do it it's the best thing I've ever spent money on yeah I totally believe that and I 100% agree that like um probably 98 like if I had to like roughly say a number 98 percent of all eating disorders come from a mental issue like it's because it's basically coping mechanism of like something that's stored so deeply or anchored so deeply in your subconscious mind which could be for example you feel like you don't have control in your life around every anything so you're trying to control your food mm-hmm. and your calories and your exercise because that's something that you do have control over right so um do you yeah. think it's essential to basically go down to the root cause of why the eating disorder in, came up in the first place or do you think there is also ways to heal without actually knowing why it ever happened I don't know I think going I think to start with initially you need to focus on improving your relationship with food and exercise Mm -hmm. because I think if you're still like like if you're like really struggling with your eating disorder and then you delve into the cause of it I think that could be like mentally a lot to take on Mm -hmm. because I know like therapy is intense and I've come out of my sessions like you need to like lie down like it's a (laughs) lot so I think to like focus on 
where you are now and improving your relationship with yourself now and then maybe further down the line you could go further into why these things happened and what caused your eating disorder but I think to throw that on someone when they're really struggling could just make it worse Mm -hmm. yeah I agree with that um you also mentioned that the pill had a big impact on your um, whole journey like how exactly did it impact you in what ways what did sorry the pill being on the pill the pill so I mean I'm not like a doctor or anything like I'm not like anything to do with medicine that's not me (laughs) but my friend was saying to me the pill so basically the hormone that you get from the pill it's putting you in the stage before you would get your period Mm -hmm. so like that's your lowest like stage in in the cycle like you're feeling down you have mood swings so basically if you're on a pill you're in that stage of the cycle all the time and I think coming off the pill I've been able to it I mean it took me a while to get my period back but I I just feel so much happier obviously like before my get my period I do I do get really bad PMS like I I remember like ringing on my mum like I'm so upset I'm so like I just get <laughs> I get really bad for like a few days but the rest of the months I'm like it's just like I feel like a completely different person to who I was a few years ago it's like I'd never ever want to go back on the pill now because comparing myself now to how I was when I was on the pill it's unmatched I yeah I could never ever go back on the pill yeah I have the same experience um I was taking the pill I don't even know for how long probably like four years or something like that and like I just literally wasn't as happy as I am now. Like, it's so simple to say it, but it's yeah. true. Like, I was, like, yeah. sometimes being a bitch for no reason. I was just, like, yeah, yeah. I had also a boyfriend back at, uh, at that time, and I was just, like, literally being a bitch to him for him, like, not doing anything, and I couldn't even, like, explain as to why I was acting in that way. But, like, after educating myself about the pill like what it actually does to you especially to your hormone levels it just makes so much sense and i'm like Mm -hmm. oh my god i feel so sorry for all the girls that are like taking still the pill without even knowing what it's actually doing through their body because the impact is just insane it's so so big and um i've never heard anyone getting off the pill and then going on the pill again so there must be a reason for that you know like literally like if everyone like gets off it and then says I will never take it again like this alone is like already yeah. such a big fact um that you should maybe just even try it for a month and see how it goes um but I can definitely mm-hmm. only recommend that um because it will just change your personality so much in a positive way um yeah I also like that you speak about something in your content that I actually teach in my coaching. And that's um, basically that you need to change your identity in order to recover, for example, or in order to become someone else. Um, how mm-hmm. did you act? Is that something you learned through therapy or is it something that you stumbled across yourself? And how did you actually do this change? So 
I was like identified myself because obviously like I was underweight, I was skinny. For so many years, I was the skinny friend. Mm. Like that was what I felt my identity was. And I also had a six pack and like everyone would be like, oh my God, Emma, look at your abs. And I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm now the girl with abs. Like this is me. Like I'm the skinny friend and the really like, must well not really muscly but I had abs and a six pack and everyone just thought like oh my god like she's so strong because she's got a six pack <laughs> and it's like no I'm not strong I just have no body fat and that's why you can see my abs like yeah. everyone has abs everyone has abs it's just depends like it plays on genetics and like your body fat yeah um and like losing like I felt like I didn't want to gain weight because I'd lose that identity. I don't ever really feel like there was like a time when I felt like, okay, like I'm not going to be the skinny friend anymore. It was because I think I gained weight so slowly and I opened up to my friends about it as well. They were like supportive of me and I kind of, I was like, okay, like it's okay that I'm gaining weight. Like, and because my obviously it's like a combination of like starting to recover and coming off the pill I was like becoming myself like I was no longer miserable and it's like my personality was coming through and my friends have like really noticed this and they're like and they're like you're glowing like you're <laughs> doing so well like you've changed and like it's like okay like my identity is not how I look. My identity mm. is who I am. Yeah. And especially, like, coming out of my relationship as well, I'm just, like, it's crazy how much of a different person I am. Like, I just feel so free. And just like I've got a new leaf of life. Mm. It's like I've been reborn again. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I don't I just don't relate to the girl I was a few years ago. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. The same goes for me, like a hundred percent. Like literally the person that I used to be, like sometimes like even thinking back of it, I'm like, really? That was me? I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like I can't even like <laughs> I don't even remember like what it felt like living that life that I used to live um, with like all the insecurities I that I had and like I literally used to cancel every single invitation to like a party a dinner or whatever because I was like so yeah, afraid same. and ashamed of like being confronted about my body and like what I was eating what I wasn't eating and things like that. Um, I literally was like, oh, you know what? Like, nah, I don't like going out. Like, I just rather stay at home. And obviously, like, I also hated staying at home. So there's there was like nothing that would make me happy yeah. in the end. But now I'm just like so happy that I literally, I mean, first and foremost, are I completely detached my personal self value and self worth of like what other people think of me. But the first thing. Um, that helped me so much to get there actually was to create a new identity for myself so I was also always a skinny friend like I was probably one of the only like super skinny girls like within my friend circle and like it helped me so much just to like say like I'm creating like I have the ability to create myself like I don't have to like use whatever people think of me I can just like literally take a blank piece of paper draw a picture of myself or take a picture um and like 
glue it in the middle of the in the middle of the piece of paper and literally just like write things out of who I want to become like create a new identity for myself and then mm-hmm. live up to it like I could literally be whoever the fuck I want like no one has to tell me no you are the skinny one so that means that you can't gain weight or you are the one who whatever stays at home all the time like no maybe I'm the one who actually wants to go out all the time but I'm just like too insecure to do that too shy to do that but mm-hmm. I no longer have to be that person right so you literally can just like create a whole new self for yourself um, with whatever you think you want to do and you can also change this all the time like even if like the identity that I have right now I, no, I will no longer feel like being that person anymore I can like recreate myself over and over and over like that's absolutely no mm-hmm. problem and I think that's such a powerful exercise because so often we don't realize that we're being stuck in an identity that we were pushed into either yeah. by friends by society by family whoever and we just kind of have like oh it's almost like a butterfly that's like being in a cocoon all the time and is trying to escape but like doesn't have the the strength or like the courage to but just at least try it you know like and people like you always think that people will think so much more of it but they actually don't because everyone thinks so much more about themselves than about others yeah everyone is so focused on themselves exactly So you think that like as soon as you start gaining weight, everyone will be like, oh my God, have you seen she's gaining weight and the whole town will be talking about it. Like probably no one will even notice and probably no, no one will even like <laughs> make comment on it. Like it's just so much more in your head than you think. Um, yeah. What are some tools that help you to get out of your head? Like following, changing who I followed on Instagram was a massive one for me because mm-hmm. I was following girls, that quote had my dream body Mm -hmm. so unfollowing anyone who made me feel like negative about myself yeah um I've unfollowed like any like of the Kardashians (laughs) any like supermodels like like I like Bella Hadid like love her she looks amazing but seeing her like pop up all the time it just made me feel like "Mm, Mm -hmm. not great about myself so I unfollowed like anyone like that and started following more body, like, positive accounts, anyone that promoted weight gain, like, freedom around fitness and food, anyone recovering from eating disorders. Because when you see more of that stuff, you get used to seeing more of that stuff and you become okay with seeing that stuff. If you're constantly following people who you idolize that have got like eight percent body fat abs are mm. shredded like seeing that all the time you're just gonna think you need to look like that and you want to look like that whereas if you follow people like that look like normal people yeah <laughs> you're gonna get used to seeing that you'll be like okay like it's fine that I look like this because they look like that yeah I think it's so that was a massive one for me mm-hmm I think it's like so impossible to like not subconsciously compare yourself to what you see online. Like no matter how conscious you are of this, no matter how much inner work you've done, no matter how how much you how strong you think you are, it'll just happen like so deep inside yourself that you won't even yeah. notice that it's happening. And we don't even realize how many of the pictures, the videos, whatever we see online 
aren't the reality like it's literally a tiny little glimpse what mm -hmm. we see in a story or in a post or in a reel or whatever and we're like oh this is the life that the person is living but no that's literally mm -hmm. 0.1 percent percent of the life yeah. that the person is living like maybe literally one second after the person uh didn't suck in her belly anymore and look completely different like you don't know that you don't know the angles the photo has been taken what light the photos has been taken and maybe it's been even like edited so much that it looks in a, in a way that it doesn't usually look or even like i was so naive like i didn't i wasn't aware um up until like a few weeks ago how many surgeries are available to make someone look like I thought it was natural <laughs> like it's insane like yeah. so many things can... this is why like yeah I don't believe like if I see someone with an amazing body I'm like okay cool like you look good but have you had work to get there yeah. like probably yeah and I, I honestly like I was so naive I didn't even know like it all existed like I was like I like I literally didn't even know what a BBL was up until a few weeks ago like I had absolutely. But I mean, it's so. These are things that are so unnatural. Like you wouldn't think they're normal. Yeah. Like things that yeah. you'd come across. Yeah. yeah. And especially living in Bali, like I've seen this like in reality so many times now that now I understand like oh okay there are so many girls that I would always think they're natural but they're actually not and I'm like it just mm. like puts my mind at like so much ease that I don't have to like put my body under so much stress because um, I'm like at a natural great physique in my personal opinion and I'm also not here to please anyone else but as long as mm -hmm. I'm feeling healthy and happy like I don't have to be perfect like I just don't have to look like a supermodel like a super athlete or whatever like I'm totally fine with where I am right now and I'm also not trying to compare myself yeah. to anyone else so for me like I even had to like take the step to unfollow everyone <laughs> and it actually yeah. felt so good like I was like I'm just gonna do it for a few weeks and then I probably like miss having people around on my social media but I actually haven't gotten to that point yet so I don't know when and well <laughs> I will follow people again but for now it just feels so nice to like open up my app and there is like nothing to consume like sometimes I still go through like yeah. the explore page or whatever when I like really feel like um getting some inspiration from content or whatever and that's actually how I found you as well like you were on my explore page and I was like oh my god oh. I love her content it's just like so empowering so inspiring and so real like oh, that's exactly you. what I like just content that is real that wasn't like post like in post-production for many hours from professionals or whatever you know it's just like I can tell that it's just a real human being behind us all you know and that's what's important yeah. to uh, me whenever i look at content pieces online oh thank you <laughs> of course um is there anything that you would like to share with someone who has the goal of gaining muscle but maybe their intentions or their actions are not aligned with the end result so if you want to gain muscle, first of all, know that it's not going to happen quickly. Mm -hmm. It's not, you're not going to wake up tomorrow or in a week and you'll have gained size. It takes time. And I like share this and like progress, like on my Instagram page, progress doesn't happen overnight. It takes months, years, like the girls, like you see the, proper gym girls that you see on like TikTok with like really like perky bum like big quad they've been training for years to get that and 
I think the main thing for people when they're like wanting to gain muscle is they're fearful of gaining weight and waking up thinking they're gonna look massive, but it takes so long. Do not be afraid of increasing your calories. You don't have to increase them by a lot. To start with, if you want to track, I would literally just increase them by like 50 calories and work your way up. Mm -hmm. You don't have to like suddenly increase your calories by 300. Like if you're not comfortable doing that, just do it little by little. And and mentally and physically, you'll get used to eating more and you'll be okay over time with eating more. But yeah, progress takes time. Mentally, mental and physical progress takes time. Absolutely. And I love that you um take the approach of like taking little steps rather than like throwing yourself yeah. into the ice plunge because for many like it's gonna be just too challenging and they're gonna like just have so much anxiety over it and then eventually quit doing it before they even like start do uh, start seeing some results and i think also increasing mm-hmm. it like little by little let's say like 50 or 100 calories you will see that your body will not start gaining fat or whatever like within yeah. days like you will just see like yeah. oh okay You'd, not so yeah. much bad stuff actually happens when i eat more so um yeah I think it will just encourage you to go um, to take more little steps, you know, and maybe you will like eventually take bigger little steps, but it will like lead mm-hmm. you in the right direction. And also like keep in mind, rest is important. Increasing your calories is yeah. important if you have the goal of um, gaining muscle. And especially like if you're um, at a not healthy weight right now, that's just going to be crucial for your health, your overall happiness, because you also can't be at your happiest self if you're being, yeah, not healthy either, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. Okay, thank you, Anna. Uh, Anna, oh my God, thank you, Emma, so much for joining me today. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm so glad we had this chat and I'm so happy that you share your journey online because I truly find it so inspiring and I think so many girls um, can find some inspiration as well. I will make sure to link your Instagram channel down below and I will hope to see you here one more time. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much for having me.